Welcome to the Sports and Chip Podcast, presented by Lops Brewing. We are joined each and every week with your host, Maddie. Hey, I'm man enough to admit that I like a good nut of butter. And the amazing Smitty. Like, yeah. yeah. Dude, <laughs> your cock isn't three feet long. <laughs> no, so if you like your sport sprinkled in with a little bit of shit, this is the podcast for you. And now, our hosts, the amazing Maddie and Smitty. Take it away, boys. Welcome to the Sports and Shit Podcast. It is season two, episode 43, our 75th episode. Overall, it's sponsored by Lops Brewing. You can check us out on Twitter at Sports and Shit Pod, also on Instagram, Sports Smitty. Send us an email. We haven't gotten one in ages, probably since our, probably in 75 episodes. <laughs> Sports and Shit Pod at gmail.com. I am Maddie, and my co host is the stepbrother of Connor Clifton. <laughs> <laughs> Have you touched my drum set? I put my balls on your drum set. <laughs> I put my balls on your drum set, Connor, because I can't stand you. Uh, Connor Clifton wears number 75, so this is in honor of him, the 75th episode of the Sports and Chip podcast. I am his uh, stepbrother, and we hate each other with a passion, with a, with a fire of a thousand suns. We do not like each other, and that's been well established. Especially you on know, the we, Bruins Benders podcast, right? Uh, yeah, we, we were we were going to honor Vince Wilfork by we were by wearing overalls. Yes, yes. I, we were gonna go we were gonna go live with video so you could see us yes. both uh, shirtless in Vince Wilfork overall shorts with cowboy boots, but we just couldn't make it happen in time. So that is right. unfortunate for you all because you missed out on what probably would have been a viral sensation. At some point, we're going to randomly celebrate Vince Wilfork with that very thing. It's it's going to happen. We should. Maybe 100. Maybe we'll keep it 100. Keep it 100. Uh, with Vince. All right. So the news is brought to you by Lops Brewing. It's a brewery and tasting room in downtown Woonsocket, Rhode Island, specializing in small batch ales and lagers. It's open seven days a week. You can use the coupon code SPORTS and get 10% off your online order and a love letter from Smitty. And you can go to Twitter as well and the social mediums. And you can go to at Lops Brewing to get all their new beers and events and we appreciate lost brewing also sponsoring our bruins benders podcast as well they do and you know what I, I was there the other night let me tell you this is what i did the other night they have a uh hard cider on draft a tart hard cider and they have a cranberry ale Ooh. okay this is what All i right. did a third of the hard cider two-thirds cranberry ale fucking delicious was it really? Oh, so, so you, good. So you so you deadened a little bit of the sour. So so it was like a very it was like a very fine apple cranberry. Oh God, oh, really? There you go, bang! It was delicious. So I Dangerous. recommend you all going down there and asking your handsome older bartender that has a beard to uh, <laughs> right to make one of those for you. You're gonna call that the Smitty? You should put it right back up on uh, up on the wall. I can't there. take credit for that. A regular told me about that, so we'll have to call oh, that like a like an Amy or a Keith or a. <laughs> 
or a Lisa or uh, somebody like that. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, how about a Britney? Because Britney Spears, and we go to the news right now, Britney Spears, conservatorship is finally over. Good for her. Free Britney. No longer a conservatorship. The judge ended it after, what was it, like 13 years or something? Yeah, her dad was all up in her shit for a long time. You know, made a lot of money off her, and that's Absolutely not did. not not great. Taking advantage of your daughter's yeah. success to line your own pockets isn't really, you know, cool. It's kind of a douchey move, honestly. It is a douchey move. And she, he made her seem like she was, you know, out of control. And right. let's like face it, she probably was a little out of control here and there in her life. But it's her money, dude. Like, yeah, I, I mean, she's had that. some she's had some issues for sure. But who doesn't yeah. have issues? And like it's, and like you said, it's her money. So get the fuck out of the way, bro. Like, <laughs> it's not your money. Right. It is not. Uh, hey, Dwayne The Rock Johnson just revealed why he pees in water bottles during workouts. And it's because wherever he's working out doesn't have a bathroom a lot of the time. And I'm just not sure why. <laughs> I don't believe I don't believe that for one second. Not no. for one second. Dwayne The Rock Johnson works out in a gym or at his home that does not have a lavatory. That's what you're telling me. I don't believe I don't believe that for one second. No, if an airplane has a lavatory, if there's porta potties around, I think the gym has a fucking bathroom rock. Okay, I think so. I think it does. I think you maybe you're going hard, trying hard, lifting those big weights, <laughs> and uh, you can't be bothered. So you're just gonna whip your you're just gonna whip your cock out and, and just piss right in front of everyone. You don't care. You're the rock. The rock's cock. Yeah. Uh, you know what? This is the ultimate hard-o move. Like, seriously, dude? Here's another question for you. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is obviously busy. He's in many movies. and Yeah. He's all over the place. He's just still dabs and wrestling a little bit and all that. Where do you find the time to work out for two to three hours a day? Like, where do you find the time? Because we talked about this before, I think, when the uh, when the other celebrities weren't showering. And then yes. we, we mentioned The Rock, who showers three times a day. Three, three times, times a, day. a day. Cold shower in the morning, shocks himself awake. Then he takes, like, a hot shower after he works out or something like that to soothe the muscles. And then he takes, like, a lukewarm shower at the end of the night to kind of calm yeah. down or something. He's got a lot of shit going on. A lot of he shit. Does. And I love the guy, honestly. Yeah. He seems like a fantastic guy. But, yeah. hey, find a restroom, dude. Find a restroom. No, seriously. I'll tell you what. Peeing into a water bottle, I am not, in my old age, a marksman anymore. I am not. <laughs> I You're not a sniper? Uh, you don't no, have the accuracy? No, I don't have. I mean, I, I, don't have, I don't have a steady hand. So I am getting that shit everywhere. Like, I'm just, I am not capable. So let me, let me ask you this question. So a lot of people do this. I am not one of them, but a lot of people do this. Should you sit when you pee as a dude? Here's the thing. And I'm going to, I'm going to say this to all listening, all, all of you, all five of you. I sit when I pee the majority of the time. Do you really? I do. And I have for a good amount of time. To keep it from spraying? Yeah, I just, yeah, I just, I, oh, do you, I like do you, to sit down. Oh, you, you know, need to relax a little bit. Flip through the phone and just sit down, relax. Even if I'm just peeing, I sit down. You're not in and out in like 20 seconds? No, nah, well, I am sometimes. Like if I'm at work, I'm in and out quickly. But but I, I will sit and, you know, if I'm home or whatever, I'll just sit and, you know, flip through the phone a little bit. Okay. Pee, you know, sit okay. around. <laughs> okay. Know? Yes, yeah, so I do. So a little, a little leisure time, right? So a little I leisure think time. In that survey, I would say yes. Okay, and should be able to sit down. Yeah, some people do that. I, I, I'm not at that point yet. I'm not at that point okay. yet. But yeah. I mean, maybe I should be. I'm not an all over the place sprayer though. That at this no. point in my life, no. You're, you're adept. I'm, I'm keeping. I mean, the the target area is pretty large, honestly. <laughs> it so. Is. It is. Yeah, at this point, I'm still I'm still hitting the target, but 
you know, yeah. you never know. Because look, a basketball hoop takes two basketballs side <laughs> by side. Right. Exactly. And you're still shooting forty percent. So this is not. <laughs> it's not a guarantee. It's going in. Uh, hey. <laughs> Do you do this? Super flexible Joe Rogan says he can perform fellatio on himself. Uh, I do not do that. Uh, that's no, that's an interesting take, Joseph. <laughs> uh, hot take. We need a hot take, like liner. Hot take. I uh, I find that I find that hard to believe. I feel like yeah. he's exaggerating for the shock value. I look at Joe Rogan and it just, he just doesn't scream flexible to me. Like he's kind of stocky. And, you know, I just, you know, if it's yeah. Gary, hell yeah. yeah, he's probably, you know, he would also. Yeah, you could probably deep throat it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Jesus, Joe Rogan? If it was Nadia Comaneci or, you know, yeah. Mary Lou Retton. They could probably service themselves, but uh, Joe Rogan, I don't think can, can handle that. No, and I nope. and I, I think you're right. I think that's an exaggeration. He's got the number one podcast in America, and maybe it's because of these outlandish things he says. Yeah, probably. Probably true. Maybe we should start to say more outlandish. Things. I think we should. I think you should the peeing sitting down thing should should Yeah, see that's be. yeah, we got that's gonna go viral. <laughs> yeah, should go viral. <laughs> yeah. Uh hey, the average American spends nearly four hours a day listening to music according to Uberfax. I listen to well, you know, I listen to our own podcast a lot, but I'll listen to music. That counts, I, to, I think. I listen to Spotify in the car pretty much all the time now. Like, I don't listen to radio anymore, really. I listen to Spotify, my playlists, maybe something else, or randomly kick around on Spotify with different music. But I really listen to music to and from work, so that's an hour and a half. And then, you know, out and about. So I probably listen to music two and a half, three hours a day, I would say. So you don't hit the average of four then? No, you don't hit the average, no. I am a well above the average of four. Well above. Really? You just keep music on all the time? I do. So if I'm at work, I have it on the whole day. So okay. I'm listening to music all day long. So, you know, whatever. Nine to, right. nine to four, nine to five. In the car, I listen to it. Like you, Spotify on. Yeah. A podcast on. So I'm well, well above four hours a day. Probably nine, ten hours a day. Oh, I listen nice. to it when I cook. I listen to it when I grill. I listen to it all the time, honestly. Well, it is therapeutic for sure. All right. A Florida man was arrested after one month of eating Slim Jims at a gas station for free. The man claimed that corporate sent him as the regional gym specter. <laughs> he was inspecting... <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one that sounds like is he the same guy who went to the uh the walmart and ate like half of the snacks oh, because it was buy one get one free yes and he was like he ate half the snacks and he was like that that was the free half that was a free half that yes. was a free half this is the same, this is the same the same dude i think yeah it might, it might be <laughs> i think so Spectre. The gym inspector. Do you like the Slim Jims? Do you eat those? I, I don't. I don't eat Slim Jims at all. I don't like it. You know what? I don't really love like pepperoni and that type of thing. I just don't. I mean, I, I'll eat it. I mean, whatever. But I just don't. I don't go to the register and be like, "Hey, let me grab a Slim Jim. Let me snap into it." I don't do that. No, I'm not a Slim Jim person. I'm not a beef jerky person. I don't eat really any of that stuff. No, I do like the pepperonis though. You want to give me a little cheese and crackers and pepperoni? Well, cheese I'm and in. crackers and pepperoni. I'm in. I'm in. That's and then if you want to throw a little pepperoni on the old pizza, sure. 
Yeah, I sure. I'm down. Yeah. Not snapping yeah. at any Slim Jims. No. So breaking news, U.S. Space Command is aware of a debris-generating event in outer space. We are actively working to characterize the debris field and will continue to ensure all spacefaring nations have the information necessary to maneuver satellites if impacted. So there's a debris uh, event <laughs> in outer space right now. I mean, for crying out loud. What, I mean, what are we doing? in the toilet. It'd be fine. Like, there's no... <laughs> You spray it out of space. It's going every fucking Yeah, place. I mean, there's debris everywhere. I mean, maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's like yeah. astronauts are, are spraying ass into, you know, out of the space shuttle or the space station or something. It's just no there's debris. Astronauts? <laughs> astronauts. Oh, so there's spraying ass everywhere. Yeah, that's what happens. You, you get into space and you just shoot your ass everywhere. <laughs> Yeah. And there's no like gravity up there. No. You can go anywhere. No. Now there's now there's poops orbiting the earth. <laughs> Is this like uh, Bill Murray and, and, uh, when he's got baby Ruth in the like in the pool? It's kind of the same thing. Like there's a debris. What is it? Oh, no, no worry about it. Yeah, it's, it's a mounds it's a bar. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> hey, how about this? The Red Sox owners are in advanced talks to buy the NHL's Penguins. So they will buy the Pittsburgh Penguins when they own Nesson, which has the Bruins telegas on. Interesting. As a Red Sox fan and as a Bostonian, this pisses me off. It really does. It yeah. pisses me off. So you're going to own a team that could potentially go to the Boston Garden, play the Bruins, beat them in the Eastern Conference Finals, and be strutting around the Garden Ice with the Prince of Wales trophy or whatever the fuck it is. Right. And right. you're going to be out there like holding the trophy up? He should be pelted with fucking beer cans, if that's the case. I'll tell you what, this is another example of how tone deaf this ownership is. And again, if you won four World Series here as a Red Sox owner, you would think that he would never buy a meal in that town again. Like, you would think that they would be gods. And he has managed to be just not liked at all. Disliked after bringing four titles if like if you had told me, oh, this this ownership group's gonna own the team, they're gonna win full World Series, you're like, that's gonna be the greatest guy in the history of the world. Yeah, like everybody's right. gonna worship that guy. Everybody right. hates his fucking guts. Sure. When they bought Liverpool, everybody was like, Oh, they bought a soccer team, but it's on the other side of the globe, so it doesn't matter. But like the Penguins, like if you said rivals of the Bruins, Canadians, and then probably the Penguins. Yeah, I mean, you close. can't say Toronto. Sure. You can't say Toronto because they fucking lose all the time. Right. So Pittsburgh, definitely. But Pittsburgh sure. is up there. They're probably the one of the Bruins' top two or three rivals. That's yeah, who, that's who you... That's what yeah. you do. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. have history. Matt Cook, they have history. And it's yeah. not great. It's not they good. Do. Mario Lemieux scored his first goal in the garden. Right. Like this. So, like, yeah. that's the yeah. team you're buying? It's unbelievably fucking really obtuse and tone deaf. It is. Terrible. It is. It is. And maybe they're positioning to sell eventually. Oh, I don't is. think so. I think they're di- yeah, just diversifying the portfolio. I think they think yeah. sports That's teams are going to go up in value with all the streaming services and the sports gambling and all that stuff. I think they're going to buy one from every sport is what right. I think is going to happen. I think right. they're going to buy a basketball team if one comes available. You know, who knows? It'll be, it could be the fucking Brooklyn Nets or the Orlando yeah. Magic. I don't know. There's going to be some fucking random team. They're just diversifying the portfolio. That's all he thinks about Boston is diversifying the portfolio. It's not about yeah. the town yeah. or the team and, and any of that. 
He could give well, two shits vision. about that. Yeah, he, he had a vision in Boston when he bought the team, obviously a vision that he would just take it to another level and use it. And then the Fenway group and the whole thing, he would use it to really branch out into many different businesses. And here, here it is, Pittsburgh Penguins. Papa John's rebrands without an apostrophe. <laughs> right now it is Papa John's with apostrophe S. Yes. It will be not that anymore. It'll be Papa John's. Wow. And it moves on from that John Schnatter that had uh, some issues there back in the day. Uh, I, I, I don't even know what to say about this. This this might be the dumbest rebranding in the history of rebranding. Do you know how much it costs to rebrand? I mean, it costs a shit ton. It does. Money, bandwidth, everything. To, to eliminate apostrophe is asinine. I mean, th- just think of all the all the locations that have to change signage. And marketing. And that, I mean, that alone. Signage, yes. delivery cars, all that stuff. Change. Just to take out apostrophe. You know, again, you're in the meeting. And you're like, we really need to rebrand. What should we do? Some clown at the end of the table is like, let's take the apostrophe out. Well done. <laughs> well done. You hit the nail on the head, sir. You get a promotion. Yes. That foolish apostrophe. What a pain in the ass. Unbelievable. That, I mean, that's that's uh, that's some high-level so thinking. moving on from the guy? Like, that's moving on from the guy. So they take away the possession. The yeah. Ownership. It's not John. It's not. It doesn't belong to John Schnatter anymore. Now it's all of our papas. <laughs> now it's all the Johns. <laughs> it's all the Johns. <laughs> you should, that should be the slogan. It's just like to have pimps everywhere. It's all the Johns. <laughs> it's all the Johns. Yeah. <laughs> hey, throw some gold chains around the words just in case, you know, they, they, need, to, uh, they need to bail themselves out of jail. Got to wear the gold chains because the, the cops don't take that stuff. Absolutely asinine. It really is. Uh, hey, here's something else that's asinine. The power rankings of Barstool Sports, they ranked the top 10 female singers of all time. This okay. had to be a joke. It had to have oh been. Oh, my God, it has to be. It has to be something to rile people up. It has to be. 10 was Addison Ray. I have no idea who that is. I have no idea. I've heard the name before, but I couldn't tell you anything that she does or says. Nine was Adele. Okay. Eight is Tina Turner. Yep. Seven, Ashley Simpson. <laughs> Ashley Simpson. There's the joke. I mean, that has yeah. to be a joke. It has to be. Ashley Simpson. Charter and Adele. Six, Beyonce. Okay. Five, Aretha Franklin. Sure. Yes. Four, Lady Gaga. Yeah. Three, JoJo. <laughs> is JoJo. Is it the JoJo from Foxborough? There's a JoJo from Foxborough, you know, that's a, that's a, that's uh, a singer. pop singer. Yep. Maybe it is. Are there two JoJo's? I don't. I have no idea. Is that like uh, of the Casey and JoJo fame? Is that the same person? Casey and jo, uh, Jodeci? Yeah, Casey and JoJo. Yeah, that is not the name of the thing. Jodeci fellas. Yeah, is that what it was? JoJo. Oh, but it was Jo. It was like it was JoJo, JoJo from like the guy Jodeci. from. Oh, the guy from yeah. Jodeci. So it yeah, wasn't a girl at all. JoJo. It wasn't JoJo. No, no, it, was, it was two guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was two guys. <laughs> Shows you how much JoJo I know. White. Jojo White is also a guy. Okay. Yeah, he is. You're right. <laughs> uh, two was Whitney Houston, and one was Mariah Carey. Okay. So, like, the Mariah, Whitney, that stuff is fine. But Jojo and Ashley Simpson, come on. No, like, I don't know, there's, like, Cindy Lauper. You could have Patti LaBelle. You could have... Yeah, Madonna. Back in the... Madonna? Cher? Rihanna? The Mariah Carey thing, I, I get, because she's had an enormous amount of number one hits. But I, I think that Whitney Houston blows Mariah Carey away as a singer. Absolutely. I would say Whitney Houston, number one. I think she has the best female voice of all time. I would agree with that. That's pre-Coke and post-Coke Whitney Houston. I mean, that's like, she was always good. Yeah, know? take away the crack cocaine and she's the best ever. 
<laughs> she is. Just like just like steroids in baseball. Take it away. She's still great, you know. She's still in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, pre and post crack. Yep. She's like the Barry Bonds of female singers. Staples Center to be renamed Crypto.com Arena. In massive seven hundred million dollar deal. Evidently, Dogecoin didn't make the seven hundred million dollars that they could spend. But uh, crypto, you know, people are still saying it's the future of currency. I just, I just don't see it. Like, I just don't see it. But maybe it's a way to pay. But you'd really have to get an enormous amount of businesses on board. I just don't see it ever happening. I think, I think money will will be here for as long as we live. Money will always be around. I feel like you have to get the businesses on board for it to work. And you have to get the big businesses on board. You know, it can't be a mom and pop store in Foxborough or, you know, somebody in Scarborough, Maine or Portland, Maine. Right. right. You know, it needs to be Walmart. Yeah, it needs to be Walmart. It needs to be Amazon. It needs to be Target. It needs to be Apple. It needs to be the big businesses that drive the economy. So we'll see if it happens. Uh, I'm not sure it will either. People are certainly pushing for it. And, you know, if I still own Dogecoin, which I don't anymore, that would be nice. It would be. Yeah. Uh, Hey, McDonald's Egg McMuffin is turning 50 years old. So they're going back to the original price to commemorate the 50 years of the Egg McMuffin. I've never, I'm going to say this right now. I've never had an Egg McMuffin, I don't think. What is the original Egg McMuffin? Is that like egg, egg, cheese, cheese, muffin? Or is it, do they throw a little ham in there or no? I think you can get a ham. I think the original is the egg McMuffin. So it's egg, cheese. Egg, cheese on English? See, I don't think I've had that either. I haven't, I've not had that. I know I have not had that. Get like a sausage biscuit with egg or something. Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well. The sausage yeah. biscuit with egg might be my favorite breakfast sandwich in the history of the world. Yeah, it is damn good. It it's, really is. It's, it's like an absolute heart attack in it a is. little ball of goodness. But man, is it, it delicious. Is. You can't have that every day or you'll be dead. But sausage really sausage biscuit with the with the egg and the cheese. The egg. Oh. Yeah. oh, man alive. Yeah, it is good. I love the hell out of that thing. It is, it is really good. And a, and a couple uh, of hash browns. McDonald's hash yeah. browns are delicious. They are. really are. Especially if they make them just a little crispier. Oh, yeah. Really you got to go crispy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, the, the new USFL is coming to Fox, and this is owned by The Rock, who pees in water bottles, but it is owned by Fox Sports as well. But uh, The Rock is in on this as well. Do you think there are going to be any bathrooms in the stadiums or no? <laughs> Just, just, no, just random water bottles. Water just, bottles. yeah, just random water bottles placed around the stadium. Tell you what, that would actually, that would actually help the enormous amount. I still, I stood in line to go to the bathroom in the Browns game. Oh my God, it was all the way down, like past the the good beer. It was all, it was so far you couldn't see the bathroom. Did you, so did far. you try to go during halftime though? No, I went like I don't know, four minutes left in the half or something. Okay, went, so that that's a that's a veteran time. move. That's a yeah. veteran move. And holy shit, everybody else had the veteran move. Must have been a lot of veterans there because we were staying in line for a long time. Well, I think it was, uh, I think it was uh, like a salute to service day. So there could have been a lot of veterans there. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. And, and a lot of them have small bladders. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, or UTI. Yeah. Or they, uh, you know, they shouldn't be pissing in water bottles. They know better. Yeah. Bladder infection. How much does Mariah Carey make when All I Want for Christmas is You is streamed? Do you think it's not like a penny a song like the it rest has of us? Been streamed more than three thirty one point five million times this year. What so far? Yes, in nearly six hundred eighty three million times since two thousand ten. If she makes a penny a song on that, holy yeah. shit! Yes, and I'm sure she makes 
quite a bit. Yeah, I honestly, I don't think the streaming stuff is a lot, but I think it might be. If it's one, you know, point zero zero one. Who cares? It's still a lot of. Yeah, I mean, if it's even if it's point zero one, like instead of or zero, like you said, zero zero one, uh, instead of a penny, it's like uh, you know a thousandth of a penny. Half a penny, yeah, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, that's uh, that's still like sixty three million dollars or whatever. Instead of six hundred. Trying to do math here. I know. It's just, a, it's just a fucking shitload. Yeah, I mean, it's late at night. I've had a couple of beers. We're trying to we're trying to bang this out before the Patriots game. I mean, for fuck's sake, point, cut, us some, zero one. cut us some goddamn slack. Point zero one. Yeah, it's a penny or it's point zero one. You, bet, you best believe. Yeah. This is the same fucking things. After I said point zero one, I realized that that was a penny, but it was too, but it was too late. It was too late. I already said it. What am I going to do? Take it back? I can't take it back now. Sorry, can't, I can't take it one. back now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't. No, you can't. Make it a Susan B. Anthony fucking quarter or half dollar or something. I don't know. She gets paid in Dogecoin, maybe. So if she gets that much for $683 million, Imagine what we would get <laughs> for all the listens and streams we get oh on this Lord. very program. Oh, my God. Yeah. I would get an Egg McMuffin. Yeah. I would get an, egg McMuffin. an original priced egg McMuffin. Yes, I would. Yeah, from the from when it came out fifty years ago. Was it like thirty nine cents? Oh, twenty nine cents? Yeah, forty nine cents. Do you when remember we were in high school cheeseburgers are forty nine? I was gonna. I was just gonna ask you that. Do you remember yeah. when we were in high school and you could get a McDonald's cheeseburger for like forty nine or fifty nine cents? Forty nine cents. Yeah, because the, the hamburger was thirty nine and the cheeseburger was forty nine. Like heaven. Yeah. Oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so Backstreet Boys, I want it that way. Tops one billion, one billion. You billion with a B? With a B. Wow. One billion. So they're getting paid. 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 Yeah, the Backstreet Boys. I want it that way. One billion YouTube views. Can you imagine? That's, That's a insane. lot. I think some people probably would see me on YouTube singing Backstreet Boys with my brother on a cruise ship. I did that as oh, a right. as a did karaoke. You? Sure you did. Get that viral. No video record of that happening. Oh, there's no video record? No, my yeah. br- my brother had to sing the higher parts because I couldn't hit him. Fucking, oh, fucking A. Jesus. That no. tell me why part? Tell me why. Oh, yeah. No, no chance oh, for me. No. no way. Nope. No chance. No, that, was, that was two testicles ago. I'm more of a, uh, who's the who's the big guy on Boys to Men? The guy who does the bass. Oh, the big dude with, yeah. the, with, the, loud, with the deep voice? Yeah, that's me. Boom 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 ba da boom 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 ba da ba da 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 boom ba da 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 her AirPod and pooped it out later on. I'm not sure how you do that. I'm not sure how you do that unless you're unless the pills you're taking are like fentanyl, like you're high as a kite, like you're just not thinking straight. So I don't know how you could take an AirPod and say that's a pill. There's a do flicker schmicker on the end of it. There's like a you know it's not a circle. Dude. It's not. It's not a circle. It is a. It's an odd shape that fits in your ear. It's not a pill shape at all. No. 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 So, so I, she, I have no I have no idea why you're swallowing that. No, she was on TikTok, you know. Sometimes I think people just do shit and then and then act like Oh, one hundred percent. One hundred percent they do. I mean, come on, how can you be that fucking stupid dude? One hundred percent they do. Like pissing in water bottles. Like you you don't do that. You don't do that. Rock rock for Christ for Christ's sake. Someone be someone would have taken a picture of his cock if he was pissing in water right. bottles you at the gym. Like Fifty million dollars a year. Go go sit down on the toilet with your phone and take a little leisure time for yourself, Rock. Yeah, I mean for crying out loud. 
You got you yeah. got four thousand things going on. You know, you're showering forty two times a day. Yeah, you're I busy mean, man. Take a little time for yourself. Sit down on the mm. toilet with your phone mm. and take a little leisure time. Alcohol detection systems will be mandatory in all new vehicles. Well, that's not good for a lot no, of people. That's not good at all. For a lot that's of people. Not good at all. Nope. Do you think the of- do you think the bar and restaurant industry will take a hit because of that? I think they I think they could. I think Uber would spike. Oh yeah. Uber stock big time. I think maybe maybe we should buy some uh, some Uber and some Lyft, some of the we stocks. Should. Stay away from that. the crypto. Buy a little of that stuff. Yeah, buy the Uber and the Lyft. If no one's, if everybody's going to be going to jail for drunk driving. I don't think it's just for like the people who have had drunk driving issues. I think it's for everybody. No, no, I I, I agree. Hey, there's something new out there. We're Duncan fans. Duncan Vale. When you get married, you can have a Duncan Vale. Why? <laughs> you have a veil that has Duncan on it. Why? Why? Why, why yeah. would you do that? I mean, I'm I'm a I'm a huge Duncan fan. Don't get me wrong. Mm. I'm a huge Duncan fan. I was talking to some guys about this last night, and they were like, "Do you have Tim Hortons in Boston?" No, no, I don't. We don't have that no. here. But I'm a huge Duncan fan. Always have mm-hmm. been. So right. you don't want the Duncan veil, the Duncan clothes, no. No. all that stuff. It's orange and pink. For fuck's sake! Come on. Would you get a, a Duncan Cumberbund put it on for you? No, wedding? no, no, you wouldn't. No suspenders, Duncan suspenders. Yeah, of course, yeah. Duncan suspenders. Yes, yeah. not the <laughs> not the Cumberbund, but of course the suspenders. Up. Yes, you know, go a little Mork and Mindy action right there. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, oh, that'd be that'd be nice. Go rainbow yeah. suspenders. You know what else Mindy. I don't understand? Why did Duncan? Why does Duncan have mini pancakes right now? Why would you do that? Why do you need to do that? They gotta compete. They gotta. They want to corner the market on breakfast. They want to beat McDonald's. They yeah, wanna... McDonald's has the uh, what the hell are those things called? What do they call those things? Oh, the McRiddles. McRiddle. They have the McRiddle. They have the. Uh, oh, don't they have that? Don't pancake. they have the pancake? What the, what's the pancake breakfast called over there? It's like a hot cake, something oh, or hot, other. The, big, the hot cakes. Yeah, the big the big breakfast with hot cakes. Yeah, big breakfast with hot cakes. So they got all this, they got all hot cakes and fucking McRiddles and all yeah, this shit happening. McRiddles. Duncan's like, you know. You know that's happening with Dunks. You get, know that Dunks is coming with two pancakes with your bacon, egg, and cheese. Give me a little piece. That's what they're saying. Give yeah. me a little piece. Yeah. They're already the biggest fast food place in Massachusetts, right? According to the map. Yes, Dunkin' Donuts is Dunkin' Donuts, banging Dunkin it out. Tim Hortons would never survive. It didn't survive in Maine. They all closed. Oh, it was in Maine? Was it? Yeah, Tim Hortons was it because it's a Canadian. Tim yeah, it's a Canadian, Canadian Canadian coffee yeah. thing. So they were in Maine, and they all closed, like virtually all of them, because Dunkin's just is on every corner. Yeah, Dunkin's yeah. everywhere. I mean, Tim Hortons is fine. It's good. They have the, uh, instead of the munchkins, you know what they call them up there? The munchkins? Uh, Tim Hortons? What? Tim Bits. Tim Bits. Tim Bits. That's some bitch. Give me that some bitch right there. <laughs> <laughs> Give me 10 Tim Bits. 10 Tim Bits. Tim Bits. Put them in a box. Tim Bits sounds a little bit like... A guy's balls, though, doesn't it? Your Timbits? Yeah. Watch your Timbits. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like a guy's balls. Take it right in the Timbits. Those are Tim's bits. Those are Tim's balls. <laughs> Timothy's. Those are Timothy's <laughs> balls. That's what it sounds like. That's terrible. Give me 10 of Timothy's balls. Give me 10 chocolate <laughs> Timothy's balls. It's like sweaty balls. It feels so good when I... When, it's, it's when so they scary. when they hit your lips, <laughs> they do, they do. Oh god! You know what else is a terrible idea? Is a Tampa Bay Rays have introduced plans for a new stadium in both Tampa and Montreal, citing each city's inability to support a team full time. <laughs> the Rays are still, push, still pushing to the MLB's first multi-city team. This is such a horrific idea. It is such a terrible. 
terrible, terrible idea that, I mean, first of all, if you're a free agent, would you go to a team where you have to not only play in two cities, you have to play in two countries. That's just not okay. The answer is no. I would not do that. There's all kinds of tax issues. There's all kinds of other issues. If I'm the owner of the Rays or if I'm uh, Major League Baseball, you're not going to be in Tampa and Montreal. What we're going to do is we're going to move you to fucking Nashville and you can all fuck off. Absolutely. I mean, if Tampa can't, if Tampa can't support a team, they should have no part of a team. Exactly right. They have no part. Exactly right. You know what so I need though? I I I need the I need need the old Expos cap. Give me one of oh, those. Yeah. Give me give me an old Expos cap. Give me a throwback Pedro Martinez jersey. Oh, maybe a maybe boy. a maybe a Vlad Guerrero jersey. Yeah. Give me one of those oh, sons of bitches that. and that old Expo cap, the yeah. uh, Fleur de Lis on it, and let's call yeah. it a day. And then, yeah, and then let's let let's course. have them play somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, somewhere else. <laughs> somewhere else. I mean, my God, this this is such a terrible idea. Can you stop dicking around? Like this is such a dick around move. Like the, the NHL would do something like this. They absolutely like, just, would. I feel like they would. Stop, you would stop it. Yeah, stop it. Go to a place that really would love baseball and right. put the team there. NHL would be like, yeah, let's split the time between Atlanta and Quebec. That's what they would do. Yeah, Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Because Atlanta just craving hockey. Yeah, because it because it hasn't failed there twice. Let's right. let's throw it there again, again. and then we'll go back to Quebec where it, it you know it didn't last there either. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's take two cities where it doesn't work out and hope that it together they make it work. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's not good. It's not good at all. That's like having like two wives that aren't that great looking. Together, you know, but together they together two fives equal a ten. Together, two fives do not equal a ten. Same thing here, like two fives do not equal a ten. Hey, the world record for the most pencils broken in one minute using your head is a hundred is hundred and three. How, how many is it? Hundred and three. Hundred and three. So you're at about you're at about two you know, a little less I guess you're about two a little less than two a minute. A two a second. Right? Two a second. There's the math. You're gonna take it you're gonna take like you're gonna take like ten at a time. Yeah, how many are you yeah. smashing on your head at once? And are you concussed? If you smashed if you smashed like fifteen pencils on your head at one time, would you be concussed? Yeah. Is there, a, is there a system for that? Is it like the hot dog eating contest where you have to like dip it in gravy? <laughs> dip, in, dip in water? Dip it in gravy? What are you putting you it into? Put it, put it like over your middle finger and under your other two fingers. Like one of those things and kind of slap it. You know, just kind of, I just kind of slap it on your head. It. Yeah, I don't know. Is your head bleeding? Your head. Is your head bleeding at the end of that? I'm certain that there's some sort of lead poisoning involved. Or <laughs> I got stabbed. I got stabbed with a very sharp pencil. In my, uh, in my hand, yeah, Jesus. in high school. And the lead was in there for a while. I don't want to rat anybody out. But it was, a, it was an aggressive? It was an aggressive pencil stab <laughs> into my hand, yeah. And the right. lead broke off in my hand. Jesus. Yeah, and it was bleeding profusely. Jesus. Yeah. Did you have to go to the hospital or anything? No, no. I mean, I didn't. <laughs> no. I probably should have. Why you, you I am do like what my mother would do and be like, well, if, if you get like a little red around it, then I'll take it. But yeah, it's fine. And whatever. I'm not even sure I told my mother. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, there's, there's that. There's that. Yeah. That's I was cool. just like, yeah, it, it happened at school. It's fine. 
Well, I'm glad you're okay. We'll just sweep it under the rug. Okay. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe that's why I am the way that I am. I've maybe I've had should, maybe, you know what lead poisoning do? for 35 years. Here's an idea. Maybe <laughs> we should go on YouTube. Okay. Try to break the record for smashing pencils on your head and see if it'll go viral. And that's kind of the way. That's the way in for us. Yes, the way in. I mean, I for those of you watching on the interwebs, on the uh, mm-hmm. on online, the video on the on the Zoom, I have a huge bump in the middle of my head. It's a little extra strength. Okay. I might be able to break some shit right off over yeah, that thing. Bang that right out. Yeah. That's from falling down the bang, stairs bang, as, a, as an infant. Did you know that? Really? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. So you had My mother went downstairs in the basement to do laundry, and I tried to crawl down the stairs to go down to get her. Crawling down the stairs backwards, I was in like a you know, feety pajamas or whatever. And yeah. so I, I slid down the stairs. I hit my chin and then my forehead on each step as I was sliding down the stairs. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. All the way down. Yeah. Yeah. And and now nice. I have a misshapen dome because of it. Wow. So you almost fell out of the car. I uh, I didn't almost fall out of the car. I did fall out of the car into the road. By the fucking ass. Yeah. Into the road. Yeah. yeah. Backwards and then- into the road. <laughs> And then concuss yourself as an infant. Concuss myself as an infant. People wonder why I'm absolutely crazy. I mean, there's a yeah. few examples of why. You are like Keith Richards. You are. You have like 15 lives. I have lived. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. no. There's no doubt. I have lived. Here's Ryan Spagnoli from Pat's Pulpit. Let's talk some Patriots. And we are joined again this week by Ryan Spagnoli from Pat's Pulpit. Always good to have Spags on. Spags, really good to talk to you. Yeah, absolutely. Always a pleasure, guys. Hope all is well. And uh, things are a lot better uh, around here than last time I talked to you. So, yeah, it, that's it, always it, good, right? It is. And, and I wanted to talk to you about that because, you know, going from two and four to six and four and what a difference like a month makes uh, with this team. And now people, I've heard people talking about how they might make the Super Bowl and they might yeah. win the division and all these different things. But what do you really make of the team? I was telling Smitty, actually, we were walking toward this stadium against the Browns, and he said, what do you think about this week? And I said, to be honest, I have no idea what to make of this team. So what, what do you make of it, and are we getting too ahead of ourselves if we think that they're maybe better than they are? I, I think the best way to put it is, is they're a really respectable team, right, that right. that can certainly beat anybody. And if the, the point I say, the reason I say that is because if you look back to, you know, week two, or not week four, week six, right? Playing the Cowboys and Bucks, who are, you know, I'd say two of the top five teams in the league. They weren't playing their best football and they took them right down to the wire. Both those teams, they were three plays away. Everyone liked to say that when they were two and four, right? You know, they're two or three plays away from being four and one. It's honestly true. So I just think they, they use those first four weeks to get those, you know, newer guys, you know, more acclimated, kind of figure out what type of team they were. It might have taken them a little bit longer than we're used to, but I mean, that's what happens when your offense is, besides the offensive line, it's a brand new offense, right? Like right. two tight ends, every receiver besides Myers, a quarterback, Stevenson, Taylor, who's taken on a bigger Bolden who's taken on it. So it, it just took them time. But I think ultimately, man, it's it, it just, they're a dark horse team. They've proven they can play anybody. And I certainly wouldn't want to play this team down the stretch in January because I think the trajectory that they're heading towards, they're going to be playing their best football in these next coming weeks. So yeah. uh, I wouldn't call them Super Bowl favorites, but I, I think the ceiling of this team is the, the AFC title game. I, I like to compare them to the Bills last year, right? They might get there and fall a few plays short, but that'd be a hell of an accomplishment. 
Absolutely would be. So I would assume based off that, you think they're a playoff team? Yeah, I do. I, I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. I think the Bills are still a tier better than them. You know, they might find a way to split with them just because it's, you know, going there and then them coming here. Those are two tough buildings to win and every divisional game is tight. But I, I still think this is a 5-6 team that, you know, could ultimately win a game in the first round depending on who you draw. You know, if they mess around and get a home game, right, they got to win the division to do that. But they're certainly a playoff team and they might be able to make some noise when they get in there. You know, before the season started, there was the whole, you know, Brady was a Brady was a Belichick. And some people were starting to question Belichick bringing up his overall record without Brady and, and that type of thing. But Belichick has really shown this this offseason, this this may be his best offseason he's he's ever had when it comes to draft, combining draft and free agent signings. And like you said, rebuilding an entire offense, really, with a rookie quarterback may also be his best coaching job. Yeah, it's right up there with 2001. I think there's a lot of comparisons between the two, right? I mean, both those teams started out slow. Everybody kind of counted them out. I mean, the only difference really is that, you know, they have six Super Bowls around them, you know, rather than, you know, barely a playoff team this year, which what they, their expectations were. But I think they have a lot of comparisons to 2001, and I ultimately think that was Belichick's best coaching job simply because it was very similar situations. So, yeah, I mean, he'll never win coach of the year, but he certainly should get, you know, more votes than he's used to um, after this performance this year. So at this point in the season, it's kind of the halfway mark. Who do you think the offensive and defensive MVPs of the team are? That's tough. I mean, defensively, it's it's easily Matthew Judon. I just think Stephon Gilmore was great here. I mean, we, we all know that with this, the way he's playing right now. And I know Gilmore's got the defensive player of the year. He's got the big interception to clinch the Super Bowl. Judon, because of the position he plays and how difficult it can be, he could arguably go down as the best free agent signing Bill Belichick's ever had. I mean, he's been that good, right? I, I know Gilmore's great. I don't want to compare the two, but what he's done to this defense, they've never had an edge guy that could get after the quarterback, rack up sack totals, and play the run, and play special teams. I mean, there's not anything that this guy can't do. Offensively, it's real tough. I, I just think they're such a good unit and they work together as a unit. I think for me, it'd have to be Mac Jones or Hunter Henry. I think Hunter Henry's job in the red zone has been really uh, underrated. Seven touchdowns in his last seven games. Patriots couldn't finish drives those first four weeks. Ever since Henry started to come along and they built that connection, this team has been finishing drives, you know, putting more points on the board, putting themselves in situations to, to play successful. So I would have to go Henry or Mac Jones, but that's tough. I've been watching sort of how the, the lineups are put out there, and I, we noticed that Michael Anuenio was not a starter. Do you think that Bill, because of the 17-game schedule, he's and he's done this through the years, do you think he manages guys and maybe will, will scheme or plan toward playing one guy over another to sort of save the other guy and, and that type of thing because he does he seems to mix and match and he'll give some guy you know he might give him 30 plays one week and then 18 the next and so it just seems like he's I don't know if he's trying to manage people as they get through the season and keep everybody as healthy as he can yeah I think last week was more of matchup based right Trent Brown was coming back he hadn't played really all year he played seven snaps that first drive of week one I think the plan going in was probably you know, to expect maybe Brown not to be able to play every down simply because he hasn't been, you know, able to. And that was really his first game of the year. But I just think things got rolling. He felt comfortable. I think Ted Karras has done a really nice job. And I think there's kind of an in-between with on when it was the attack, was he a guard? He's obviously really good at both. I'd be interested to see what they do tonight. That was an interesting front. That was the number three defense in the league. You know, you might want your more experienced offensive lineman in the game. Might, might have been game plan based, but I don't really have an issue, an answer to that. I thought on when he's been, you know, really 
really the last two years, probably their most consistent player. So it was certainly a surprise to see him, you know, not start the game and just play 29 snaps. But uh, I think tonight will will tell a lot. I, I think they, they got six guys that are caliber of start and, and few of them can play pretty much along the whole line. So. so what do you think about the possibility of McDaniels leaving to take a head coaching job somewhere else? What does that kind of do to Mac and will that kind of stunt his development if, if McDaniels ends up leaving? Yeah, that's a good question. I was actually talking about my dad the other day. Like he should be number one on anybody's list, right? Anybody that's drafting in the top 10, anybody that's got a young quarterback, what he's been able to do. If you're a coach and you need to develop a young quarterback, you need to take exactly what the Patriots did and try to mimic it as much as possible. I think the approach that they've had with him, and obviously they had the pieces around him, a lot of veteran guys, a really good offensive line, you know, obviously spent a lot of money. McDaniels and, and Belichick are two great coaches that have a lot of experience. So that was obviously in the factor. But if I'm a team that's picking in the top 10 or has a young quarterback, right? Like I, I think of, you know, last year, like the Chargers, for example, like a situation like that would be perfect. I don't think McDaniels failed his first time. He had the Indy situation. If he wants to get a, another chance, which it sounds like he could and he should, he's got to pick the right one because once he fails three times, I don't think anybody would touch him. Right. The other thing is, people forget, what, Bill's what, 70, 69, 70 years old? Yeah, right? I don't know how much for him, he probably won't leave and stop coaching until he knows things are, are good here and, and under control. You know, if McDaniels doesn't take the job this year and goes out in interviews and doesn't take it, I think there, there couldn't be a more telling sign that he's the next guy in line that might be coming sooner rather than later. And I think he deserves it. I think he's certainly next in line and, and should be too. You know, in Matthew Slater uh, plays his 200th game as a Patriot. Uh, I think he's fifth now. Julius Adams was in there and Bruce Armstrong and him and he's up there with, you know, with many of the Patriot greats and, you know, Matthew has had an unbelievable career and he comes in and he's one of the all-time great special teamers and and one of the great leaders and uh, he's he's a guy who absolutely has helped I'm sure the transition from Brady to Jones in a whole new, you know, lineup, so to speak, and, and a whole new roster and young guys and keeping the culture going. Yeah, for sure. I mean, him, right? Hightower, McCourty, th- that core guys that played so much meaningful football and have meant so much to this team. I, I think, you know, like you said, the transition would be a lot harder for a lot of teams, but with those, you know, him and, and those core guys around, I think it made that transition smoother. They have a nice little mix of veteran talent that's played a lot of meaningful football, good leaders with newer guys, newer veteran guys that know how to do it, as well as, you know, an incision of youth, the last two draft classes with Jones, Barmore, Unwenu, Duggar, the, the list goes on, uh, Stevenson. So I think they get a really good mix here where you might start to see these older guys pan out, retire, and these younger guys start to come in and take on bigger roles and just a ever-ending cycle. So Bill has gotten some heat over over the years about his draft classes, and you just mentioned, you know, some of the guys from this year's class, Jones and Barmore and uh, Stevenson and Duggar last year. So this class looks like it's shaping up already to be a pretty good one. Yeah, I mean, I can't remember a class like this where they've stepped in and played this much, right? I mean, obviously they've never really had a rookie quarterback, so that's going to do a lot. But Stevenson, he's got to be the first running back that's not a first-round pick like Maroney or Michelle that stepped in and had a bigger role. Uh, I think that was telling when Michelle got traded earlier, you know, in camp, as well as Barmore, right? They traded up to go get him. That seems like a slam dunk, as well as on Wenu and, and Duggar the last year. And, you know, I think that Ronnie Perkins kid will be a good player once he kind of figures out how to be a pro. So these last two drafts were super important for the future of this team, and it looks like they nailed it. So uh, props to them. They've, they've, uh, they've definitely drafted much better than, than they had in the past. All right, Spags, it's time now for five questions with two assholes, and we will be in there right now. 
Question number one. The Rock recently revealed that he pees in a water bottle at the gym. Have you ever had to do this during a workout? No. Okay. <laughs> He, sees, he says the gyms, most of the gyms have no bath. First of all, you're the rock. You have a gym with no bathrooms? That I can't believe. I don't believe I that for a that second. Like yeah, that's that's kind of odd, but uh, he does that. And he doesn't, he says he doesn't use the ones he's using now or drinking from now. It's old water bottles, thankfully. Question number two. The average person listens to four hours of music a day. How much music do you listen to each day? Uh, I probably see two, two and a half. Listen to a little bit during during work as well as I try to go to the gym at least five days a week. That's an hour right there. I'd say two and a half, closer to three maybe some days. Okay. Uh, Staples Center is now Crypto.com Arena. Do you own any cryptocurrency? I don't, but I wish I did. <laughs> I wish I did too. <laughs> a little bit, little Bitcoin. Too. Something. Yes. Many had some Dogecoin that was going pretty well for a bit and yeah. then kind of teetered. Kind of flamed out. Yeah, I did have Doge at once. I sold it too. It was, you know, done with that game. Yeah, yeah. I sold it too. It started to tank and I was like, I got to get out of this before I lose my ass. <laughs> <laughs> so with Thanksgiving coming up, what is your favorite Thanksgiving side? Stuffing. Yeah, no me, too. me too. Me mm-hmm. too. Yeah, All day. It. Yeah, me too. All right. And question number five, how long do you think the new USFL will last? I didn't even know that was a thing. So not long. <laughs> <laughs> the Rock, the Rock oh, purchased the rights. I believe it's what, June of 22, I think. June of 22 on Fox, I believe. On Fox. I yeah, think so. On Fox. So we'll see, wow. see how that goes. Yeah, I'm not sure it'll last, but there it is. Well, Spags, always good to have you on and uh, enjoy the game tonight. We'll, we'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thanks, guys. Hope all's all right, well. Enjoy the game. We'll talk soon, all right? And thanks again to Ryan Spagnoli from Pat's Pulpit. Always a good follow on on Twitter and the social media, and he's uh, very good at uh, covering the Patriots, knows his stuff, and has recently been credentialed. So he goes, you know, to practices and he has the exposure. So Spags has done a great job to uh, cover the Pats. Yeah, he's in the know. He's in the uh, he he's in the Illuminati now. Him and Mike yeah. Reese, and I don't know who else the hell is down there. I know <laughs> some other I people. Tell you what though? We started out with these young guys, and someday, someday down the road, you're going to look back and be like, boy, these guys were on sports and shit. Absolutely yeah. true. You're going to look back and you'll be like, Connor Ryan and Ryan Spagnoli, Evan Marinovsky, those guys were on sports and shit before they were hugely, hugely famous and successful. I mean, they are, they are famous and successful now, but they're not hugely, hugely famous and successful. Right. And you will know them when. And that was on this very program. That's right. Sure. That's right. All right. So that'll do it for this episode of the Sportsmanship Podcast, the 75th episode. We appreciate everyone listening. We're on our way. We're on to 100. Under a hundo. What does is, what is Cam Newton say? Keep it 100. Keep it 100? <laughs> keep, it, keep it 100. He also said, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> right in Carolina. Three for four for eight yards and, and a rushing <laughs> touchdown. Threw for one, ran for one. He's back big time. Yo, he's back, baby. PJ Walker played most of the game, but he's back, brother. <laughs> <laughs> no question. Oh, man. I'll tell you, I got into it on Twitter with someone about Cam Newton, and it was, uh, I just don't get it. Was it Tanya Ray Fox? Tanya Ray Fox is no. a big Cam Newton. Big she, Cam. she is. I mean, she is. She's know, a Jermaine big... Wiggins is. I just don't know what you're seeing. I, I think we should have Tanya Ray Fox and Jermaine Wiggins both on the show. Yes. To and we'll talk, we'll talk Cam Newton. We'll just we'll just flush that right out. We'll get, we'll get yeah. to the nitty gritty. We'll get to the, to the ins, ins and outs of it. We'll yes. just dive deep. Yes, we'll keep it hunted. Keep it hunted. No doubt. No, no doubt. So, you know, our best to Cam. But, <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, all right, so, so that'll do it for this episode, and we'll see everybody again next week. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye.